Studio. We are transmitting communication every single moment. Even if I'm not speaking a word out of my mouth, just by looking at me, you know, what I'm wearing, you know, my hairs, if I'm wearing glasses, my skin tonality, you know, everything in about us speaks. You have to know as the person to communicate that, you know, if I communicate my vulnerability or my deepest, darkest fears or, you know, secrets or whatever that is, you know, that which is heavy on me or I feel this important for me, that you are not going to judge me mm-hmm. and label me with something, you know, where I might have that fear that, oh, you'll put me in a certain box because I'm sharing this. I feel, you know, there's something has really shifted inside me and I'm not not anymore worried, you know, yeah. of what you really worried about or judging me or, you know, I'm worried about what I'm thinking about myself and how I feel you know, in the moment. That's what yeah. makes me, you know, a powerful trainer, teacher or public speaker. People buy your confidence, your certainty and you to begin with. This is episode number 128 of The Inspiring Talk with Amandeep Thind. Welcome back inside yet another episode of The Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm your host for this show. Each week, I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. is back on this episode of the inspiring talk to share everything about communication and public speaking you have heard him share his story on 74th episode of the show that episode left me very inspired to own and share my own story after that our friendship has only deepened and i have personally learned a lot about communication and public speaking from him this episode is a public speaking and communication masterclass where you will learn what effective communication is, how you can use communication as a tool to form deeper relationships with people, what Amandip learned about public speaking from Tony Robbins, some psychological hacks that you can use to make people like you, and a lot. This episode has so many deeper insights and communication that you might have never heard before. Enjoy this episode. So, Amandeep, welcome back to the Inspiring Talk podcast. Thank you, Vijay, for having me. It's been a pleasure and, you know, just love coming back, you know, and interacting with you. So, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, between 2019 when we recorded that and now when we're recording this, we have had multiple interactions and, you know, it's always such a great pleasure to learn from you and... uh, keep adding value to each other. And that, that's something that I really enjoy about having you as my friend. So Amandip, you know, let's get to this. Um, today, we're going to talk about communication and uh, public speaking. So I want to first talk about like we all communicate, right? So while, you know, we say that whether it's like a professional communication or not, like in our everyday life, we are communicating. Now, what do we mean when we say we are saying that effective communication? What does that mean? I mean, communication, you know, in itself is a vast, uh, deep science. If we do our research, you know, they say that we are transmitting communication every single moment. Even if I'm not speaking a word out of my mouth, just by looking at me, you know, what I'm wearing, you know, my hairs, if I'm wearing glasses, my skin tonality, you know, everything about us speaks. So we are always transmitting communication. Uh, Coming back to effective communication, it's like, you know, understanding that a lot of our life is designed on the level of the communications, you know, which we are having internally. And then, you know, that it leads to external communication eventually as a product of what happens internally. Mm. I mean, if you look at it, it's very interesting, you know, it's tricky that we are always in constant communication. With ourselves. Yeah, ourselves first, internally for us. Externally for people who are observing and watching us, even without any words spoken, they are making judgments, understanding, or whatever, you know, that is they're thinking about you. So communication is always happening in our life. And if we understand how to make it better, which is a skill which can be learned, you know, things start shaping and becoming better for us in the future. So are you saying that 
for you to become better communicator externally first the communication internally need to improve oh yeah big time you know i mean i believe all the top communicators if you look at them uh, deep down i think you know they are the people who have absolute confidence for who they are mm. they, they they fully you know approve and accept themselves for the person they are and that's what reflects you know when they speak publicly or in a one to one arrangement or you know it could be like a podcast we are doing right now mm-hmm. just like you know you are you know one of the very powerful authentic communicators i have seen you know in my journey and why it comes across because this is my understanding about you that you found yourself you know mm-hmm. on this path and that's what you know reflects when you bring those verbal words out it's it's a lot of work has been done internally mm. for that reflection to come out yeah i mean for me it's been a lot of self acceptance and also you know i have to mention it here the conversation that i had with you you know on on my podcast and there are you know few such conversations that i had with some of the guests but i have to say when i heard you share your story with the openness that you shared and the vulnerable you know side of you which often people hesitate to share and shy away from sharing i remember going back home and say that hey you know what there's something that i can learn about maybe you know becoming more vulnerable and maybe you know trying to accept that internally first and then start talking about it so that and the way i felt about it is hey you know when you were sharing that i didn't feel that you know i was not judging you i was empathizing with you and i felt that hey you know what when i share my story i think people are going to do the same they are not going to judge me but they are going to empathize with the story and maybe say that hey you know what i think you know that's me as well and then you know i had papa cze the comedian and he has written a book called naked and mm-hmm. it's literally you know he he is naked in the sense that he he shares everything from his life there is nothing that you know he he hesitates in opening up about and you know some of those conversations have really helped me to accept who i am and it's pushing a little of my boundary testing it out and doing a little more and testing it out and and correct me if my understanding of what you have just shared about having that internal confidence and then putting it out um are you trying to say that being in sync of what you truly believe in and what you are saying because there is no mismatch of what you internally believe and what you are putting it out there well uh, which i'm not trying to say i'm saying exactly the same you know mm. you know as i call it that uh, don't look for motivation look mm. for inspiration yeah. when you are in spirit and aligned for the person you are and you know things you want for your life it's like you know <clears throat> not settling not compromising you know i mean like let's say you know if you buy any designer suit it's great you know it's pretty powerful but when you understand that actually i can have a suit custom tailor made designed for my body for my style that's when you realize you know what i can have my way you know mm, in life yeah yeah nobody's way is wrong or you know right, right. it's just that i can have my way and yeah. that comes in what you share being in sync for who you are mm-hmm. and yeah that's very very powerful you know it just you know you you arrive home yeah yeah you don't have to be somebody right yeah, yeah i don't have to be you know like oh this mm. that person i'm myself and that's the biggest gift you know i can give myself yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's uh, that's so powerful where and now that i've started finding it extremely uncomfortable to try and assume because in some places where you try and like assume and then when i'm out of sync of who i am and you know i find those situations extremely extremely difficult to sort of and i'm like hey you know what i need to get back to who i am and you know start assuming that the person that i am and i think also that comes from the need that i want to build a very deeper or you know i want to build this relationship with someone now my question to you is how we can use communication as a tool to form a deeper meaningful relationship with people i think um there are a few you know components which will go into this uh, one of the things i would like to mention would be you know the listening power mm. if you really you know open up and listen to the person who is front of you and completely focus on them it's like you know giving them your undivided attention mm-hmm. and picking up the certain modalities and you know, of the words which they're sharing but there's an underneath energy you know which comes across if you watch their eyes you know their facial gestures their you know affirming of the head if it is there or not that all would help you know to connect with that person at a very deeper level and when you can connect with that person at a deeper level uh, you can build up you know very powerful relationships like you know just to give you an example uh, veronica tan you know is the owner of success resources 
So almost 13 years back, I remember, you know, meeting her at an event I was attending uh, as an as a attendee. And she's very approachable. So I did approach her and I had this, you know, desire to get up on stage and I spoke to her. And I think, you know, she's a great leader, maybe. She made me sit down. She said, you know what, Amandeep, let's sit down. And then she started asking me questions, you know, that where do you want to go with this? Why do you want to do this? And then she showed me a bigger picture. She said, why are you just thinking about going to India and doing this, you know? Why can't you think yourself as a global trainer mm-hmm. doing this across the whole, you know, of world? So coming back, I think I would like to just share here right now. It's all about, you know, uh, taking deep interest, mm. uh, you know, like real focus interest in mm. people who are in front of you and giving them you know, your undivided attention. And then that you know, relationship builds up at a very deeper level. And when you build, you know, connections with people, like, you know, we share a very beautiful affinity now you know, yeah. in the last couple of years. We can open up, you know, there's so much we discussed, you know, yeah. before we got into this podcast. Why this is happening? Because, you know, we have this level of trust and, you know, confidence with each other, which came by sharing, you know, those... Our vulnerable sides. Yes. And I think that's a very powerful one where... Yes. And, you know, vulnerability is power, by the way. If you're ready to show how low you went in your life, they say the audience or participants, you know, or your attendees will take you higher up, you know, on the journey. That's what becomes very, very powerful. So, yeah, coming back, I would say listening uh, and taking real interest in people who are in front of you uh, will make a huge difference in how, you know, you will bond and gel with people and maybe build a big empire if that's what you're planning for or, I don't know, build some other kind of relationships, you know, with them. Mm -hmm. Showing interest, vulnerability and listening with intent where you are like genuinely interested and curious in um, what the person is trying to convey. And I think there's this powerful, you know, quote, try being interested don't try being interesting because you know all of us are trying to be interesting how cool i am that's true you know and i think i i love the fact and i believe in that that sometimes uh, you don't need any coaching sometimes you know it's true you just need a hug you need a friend you know you just need to you know share what you're going through and just sharing it itself is so powerful therapy provided i know that if i'm sharing you know Vijay, you know, you're going to hold this space for me, you know, yeah. you know, you will it's a be safe space. Yeah, you will be listening to me with utmost, you know, that focus and like, you know, like really taking interest. That's mm. what really matters. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So one of the things that communication we have seen from the history of times, right? Some of the really, really powerful communicators, whether that's Mahatma Gandhi or whether that's Martin Luther King Jr., or Steve Jobs for that matter. These are the people, and I sometimes think about how one person being able to communicate in a way that they can persuade and they can inspire millions of people to believe in the vision that they have and something that they believe to be true. And then people, you know, are willing to give their lives. So what can we learn from some of those really, really powerful speakers in persuading? Maybe, you know, somebody who's listening to this podcast might be a team leader trying to persuade and inspire action in their team. Or maybe could be uh, someone who is leading, you know, a group of people. So how can we inspire action in people or persuade them? You know, what, what are some of the traits that, you know, you have sort of observed in studying these really powerful communicators from the history or maybe current? What I feel, you know, that is the intent, uh, which matters a lot. You know, if you have an intention to serve people, and if you are coming from that source mm. of really, you know, helping others and supporting others, that comes across, you know, through through your energy, through your presence, through your words, through what you are as a person. If you look at Martin Luther King or Gandhi, you know, or anybody else, they had a vision, you know, for the entire mass of people. It was not something, you know, they wanted just for themselves. So they had a bigger vision for the entire audience and they wanted to serve people you know, in the level that it will benefit them for what they want to create. And I think you know, that comes across strongly in your persuasion skills. This is how I like to you know, say that if you are not willing to serve people, it'll be very difficult to persuade them. If you come from that place you know, that I really want, I mean good things for people, it, will, it might take a bit of time sometimes you know, because they haven't known you yet, they haven't seen your journey yet. But for most people, I understand, you know, once they understand that you have an intent to serve them, uh, they would be, you know, opening up and they'll be willing to, you know, go on a war with you. That's as yeah. they say, you know, that's mm-hmm. what happens. 
lot of us might have like, hey, you know what? I have a good intent for my team. I have a good intent for the whole of our organization, but I'm not able to communicate it to them. Or maybe for some reason, I'm, I'm just not able to convey it. And no matter how hard I try, I'm not able to like persuade people. Okay, then, you know, see, it's just that you have to understand it's not always uh, words, you know, which communicates. Mm. There's something called act of service, you know, can yeah. communicate as well. So let's say, you know, if you fetch a special cup of coffee for one of the colleagues, you know, or could be a junior, you know, give it to them, you will wow them, you know. Like, mm. I remember, you know, walking into my call center career and handshaking with pretty much the entire floor. I don't know, something I had it in me, mm. you know, maybe. And people just uh, loved that part of me. Yeah. And there was no exchange of words because they were already on calls. I'll shake hands with them, you know, give them an eye contact, give them a thumbs up, which means, you know what, I care for you. I yeah. love you, my friend, and carry on, you know, doing a great job you're doing. Mm. And I think that just that, you know, little act of uh, kindness, you know, mm. act of maybe compassion, put it this way, yeah. came across, you know, very strongly for mm. people. So maybe you know, next time I have something to ask for or kind of look for, you know, they will be there, you know, to support me. So mm. it's not always words. You have to understand there are many, you know, ways you can communicate that message, you know, across your team or uh, to the people who really matter. Act mm. of service, act yeah. of gift. Even a hug, you know, sometimes does a very remarkable job. Mm. You know, not all of us are very expressive in our words, right? Now that I brought this into my awareness, I'm working on getting better in expressing how I feel about people and trying. It comes you know, from our culture. Yeah, do that, right? Yeah, it, it comes from a culture. We never had this culture of appreciating, right? I remember my parents never said, you know, they love me with words. And I was thinking about like, hey, you know, how did my mom actually tell me that she loved me? One of these things that, you know, sort of stands out for me is here's what she would do. Let's say I have my exams coming in in a week from now and let's say something happened and uh, uh, let's say I stopped talking to my mom as a kid and you know, I'm not talking to her. And come the exams, exam day, okay, and uh, she would go out and, you know, get some really fresh food and, you know, some greens and, you know, uh, make some, you know, some of my favorite foods and stuff like that, right? And she's still not talking. I'm not still talking, but, you know, she would serve that as a sign that, you know, hey, I care for you, I love you. Yeah. I mean, we have a fight, but that's okay. But, you know, this is how she expressed uh, her uh, love, right? And and this is something, you know, I've realized, like not everyone expresses their emotion through voice or, you know, um, by spoken word. You know, some of that can be, as you said, rightly said, expressed using your accent or, you know, the act of service. Yeah, you know, I mean, something similar, like I always craved, you know, for yeah. uh, words of appreciation from my father. My mm. father is a man of very few words. Yeah. But now I understand, you know, being a father myself, I, you know, I appreciate him more because he would wake up, you know, in the middle of the night mm -hmm. uh, to go and drive that cab, bring in, you know, income for the family so that we can have a basic living. Yeah. Yeah. So that was his way of communicating, you know, that, hey, son, mm. I love you. I care for you. Care for you. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Now, let's look at the whole other aspect of it, which is a non-verbal communication, as you, you know, said in the very beginning of this episode, even though we are not opening our mouth, there's a lot that we are expressing through the way we appear, the way we show up, the, you know, our facial expression and stuff like that, right? So, how can we polish our non-verbal communication and how can we get better at it and can we get better at it? Uh, it's a very beautiful question, you know, something I have been researching for quite a few years of my life, you know, and I love, you know, this part of myself of researching language and communication. Uh, you know, sometimes people think that body language is all about nonverbal. It, it is a quite a part of that, but it's just not the entire, you know, thing. Um, there are many layers, you know, into nonverbal communication as uh, very quickly, you know, let me just explain it to you or share with the listeners that your skin, you know, is the biggest organ of your body. Mm. So now let's say, you know, if I was doing this podcast and I'm sweating from every different, you know, part of my skin and my legs are shaking, my hands are shaking, you know, everything is vibrating, which is not supposed to be, let's say, then it will come across, you know, even through my voice. Everything, you know, outside your spoken words is part of nonverbal, which, you know, includes your tonality which includes your, you know, skin, how it is behaving while you're speaking. Mm -hmm. You could say something, and if you're showing something, you know, in terms of how you are in front of people, people pick that up. You know, people have something called, let's say, third eye or subconscious, you know, reading about others. Even if they are not aware of it, 
they pick up on that and they go like, you know what, I'm going with this listener or, or this uh, you know, trainer or speaker or I'm not going with this, this trainer mm. or speaker because there's something about them is not making sense in my world. Now, mm. very quickly, you know, we are homo sapiens. We lived in jungles thousands of years back. They say the first thing people observe you know, about you when you go up on stage is your arms, your mm. hands. If they're open and if they're facing the audience, which you're, you're not hiding anything, it means you're a friendly person to go towards. But if it is hidden, not because you want to do that, but yeah. maybe subconscious you're doing it, then, oh, maybe, you know what, you're not safe to go towards. Mm. The, the very certain modalities, you know, in uh, nonverbal languaging. It's something which can be learned, you know, once you understand mm. the subtle little, you know, things you can do. Yeah. Uh, you can always bring it, you know, as an advantage when you communicate, you know, with people one-to-one or one-to-many. So, yeah, it can be learned. And it's a lot, you know, uh, when it comes to your communication. It's just maybe almost, let's say, in my understanding, I can't put a percentage, yeah. uh, but almost could be close to 50%, you know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, one of the things I was reading the other day about when people put hands in their pocket, that means you are trying to hide something. While even if you are like just being in one-on-one conversation with someone and you just put your hands in a pocket, that means, you know, psychologically, people perceive that you are trying to hide something and not very confident. And, you know, if you put that thumb out, while you put your hand in the pocket and you put that thumb out of the pocket, and that is the sign of a confident. Uh, So what are the other things that next time that, you know, let's say we are in conversation with someone and, you know, note on a body language too. And what are the things that you look on, right? When you, when you have a conversation with someone for the first time, what are the few things that maybe let's say three signs that you look at to sort of girls a person and figure out like if the person's speaking the truth or maybe, you know, the confident or if you can trust the person? I think it's, it's very simple. Something, you know, maybe we have all uh, heard or maybe sensed, you know, in some aspects of our life. The biggest one, you know, is your eye contact. Mm. You know, right now, obviously, this is an audio, you know, program we are doing. But uh, if you look at our present situation, we're looking into uh, you know, each other's eyes right now and we're yeah. smiling back and as we share. So I think the biggest one is eye contact. If somebody is really shying away, you know, mm. there are very high chances, not for guarantee, because it could be that they are nervous for a different reason. Mm. And that is coming across, you know, but very high chances that if they're shying away and not giving you eye contact, which is a very powerful, you know, one when you are speaking to people, either one-to-one yeah. or even when you're in state. I, mm. you know, literally teach this to my, you know, students that, you must lock eye contact now and then with whoever you can. It's not yeah. like staring at them, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> just two or three seconds, you know, of no. eye contact. Lock thing. it and then move. Yeah, lock it and move. Great. Mm. So yeah, one one of the biggest thing would be eye contact. And then, you know, it could be also, you know, uh, how you are positioned. Like mm. if you're standing or sitting, you know, are you kind of, you know, in a firm power position for the person you are? It depends from person to person. But if it is really, you know, like clouched and, you know, you're like kind of not in that state mm. of power. Contracting and, huh. you know, yeah. It so is, it mm. could be possible, you know, that, there are certain elements of what you're sharing may not be the truth, you know, which is your feeling inside, okay? Mm-hmm. And then it's a lot to do with your skin. Mm-hmm. You know, as I already mentioned, you know, skin is the biggest organ of your body, okay? So if your skin is behaving differently than what your words are expressing, there's a mismatch there. Mm-hmm. And that can, you know, make the person sense, even if you're not an expert, go like, you know what? Mm-mm-mm. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. They don't know why, but, the, you know, it's like we pick up. We pick up those, you know, subtle modalities of nonverbal communication. It's always been there for us, you know. Mm. It's all about observing, like somebody, me, who's passionate, yeah. and then decoding it for a lot of people to understand, okay, hang on, I get it now. Mm. So if I show my arms, you know, yeah. it's like I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Or my skin is breathing properly while mm. I'm sharing this, it means I'm on the right track. Yeah. If it is sweating, if it is, you know, just doing other stuff. I'm freaking out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Now, I want to look at the communication from a little different perspective here or maybe different use case, a lot of relationships go sour, whether that's loving relationship between partners or whether that's between, you know, parents or in family or friends, a lot of the relationship, even between countries, right? And communication plays such a huge role in saving, like, those relationships, right? What would be your few, now here's we are, uh, revealing the love guru, not love guru, like relationship expert of them. <laughs> so, what would be your, some some of the tips that, like you know, communication in relationships, where because a lot of misunderstanding comes from not communicating openly and you know just creating that space where you just are open in sharing how you really feel in any kind of relationships. Any relationship, obviously, as you already mentioned, you know, communication um, is very important. Open communication. Now, for that to happen, you know, you have to understand as two, uh, let's say, you know, uh, either 
professional partners or personal partners or you know in any context you know is a group of friends let's say you have to know as the person to communicate that you know if i communicate my vulnerability or my deepest darkest fears or you know secrets or whatever that is you know that which is heavy on me or i feel this important for me that you are not going to judge me you know mm-hmm. and label me with something you know where i might have that fear that oh you'll put me in a certain box because i'm sharing this mm. i think that's one of the most important things you know i think i have uh, understood about relationship in any context now when when it comes to let's say intimate relationships or partner relationships um again you know i'm not a love guru i'll be honest about that and i'm not an expert <laughs> because uh, the truth is i struggle you know with mm. uh, my relationships sometimes mm. uh, i think there are days you know when we wake up uh, looking opposite sides mm. you know, <laughs> uh, but then there are days you know when we really you know yeah. gel together as a team i think what i realize you know maybe a lot of men listening right now for them because i'm a man i can drop from that perspective yep. more powerfully uh is that we find it difficult to communicate because that's how we are inbuilt maybe and also maybe culturally you know we yeah. don't show our show our vulnerable side but if you can show your vulnerability you know uh to your partner and if you can open up you know in some occasion obviously i know you cannot yeah. you know, on all occasions it is very very powerful i mean you will be surprised to hear this and um something you know i i discovered uh, as a surprise that if you literally you know in your honest self can cry and become vulnerable in front of a you know intimate partner oh god you know i cannot tell you how powerful it becomes you know at at a at a completely different level uh, it's something you, know, you have to experience it i have experienced it so i can you know vouch for my own experience so that's where i would leave it for intimate relationships you know and close partners let's say you know somebody is very close and special for you very similar you know it can be also in a friendly relationship it could be even relatives relationship uh, kind of context or it could be also you know in an office environment if you are feeling certain way about somebody mm. i know it is difficult and i'm not saying it's easy but it'll be better to say what hey vijay is it okay you know if we can go for a coffee or you know is it okay if we get into the meeting room for a moment and you know i take you in a corner and say you know what vijay um i love you uh, you know and i respect you for what you do and who you are but that day you know when you actually mentioned this mm. about me in a certain style or certain energy yeah i felt it you know mm. um, so i would appreciate if you have something you know as a feedback on that level mm. if you can corner me or find me in a place like this and then share it with me and give me at least you know one or two chances and if i still you know don't mm. come up to the level then maybe yes you know you you can and that's what i like to do most of the time you know with my team on a rare occasion i'm a human you know so yeah. i i'll be honest you know i don't want to be you know uh, projecting a different picture here on a rare occasion i do you know lose my temper yeah. but most times you know what i'm encouraging them i'm inspiring them yeah. and i'm taking them you know on the side saying hey listen do you have any mm. other problem you know outside the workspace maybe a relationship yeah. or anybody is sick in your family what are you know just open up to me and most of my team you know even when they left me it's been like 10 11 years they're in touch with me they call wow. me up you know when they yeah. know, speak their heart to somebody and they find me you know mm. as the person to talk to it's all about listening and it's yeah. all about you know opening up and i can't stress enough on creating that safe space one of the things that you know we have done at teams that we have at wine studio is we got everyone and then we made everyone to you know th- there's this exercise that we made them do and we call this you know their lifeline where we have asked them to draw the timeline of their life like 0 years 2 3 4 5 7 and you know trace it till the age that they are like like now mm-hmm. and then put dots on different years like when i was 3 i lost a dog maybe when i was 7 i got this new bicycle and i was very happy and then give the rating in the terms of like when i you know lost a dog maybe i was very sad and it was minus 4 mm-hmm. and when i got that bicycle at 7 i was very happy and my happiness was at like let's say 10 you know when i was uh, 17 i first fell in love for instance right you know and my happiness was at like you know off the roof right and then 19 i broke up and then you know i was very sad you know so people asked them to tra- you know sort of draw that on the sheet of paper saying that this is like a independent exercise that you're doing it for yourself you're not going to be sharing this with anyone and once they have done it then we have asked them like hey if you are okay in sharing that with the group here feel free to do so and let's and it started with you know me and my co-founder opening up and sharing everything that we have put on that mm-hmm. sheet of paper and when we did that it encouraged every other member of the team to share that hey you know what if bize can be so vulnerable and share about those darkest phase i think i can do that as well 
and then after that exercise you know i we, we asked like hey what was going on ahead when we said that now you have to share it with other people here in the room and i on my head was like okay i'm not going to share these two incidents the rest of it i'm going to share but when i heard you share everything about your life and i'm like okay i'm going to share this too as well because i feel this is a safe space that we're creating here yes absolutely beautiful you know the way you shared it and something you know obviously we we do it for the team i also do it you know for my students you know i share the vulnerable parts of my life on certain you know exercises and processes we do and it's something you know i frame people you know it's called preframing mm-hmm. in the beginning of my you know yep. program uh you know making them understand it's a safe place and there are certain things yeah. you know i do uh, i talk about where i let them know that it's very okay for you to open up if yeah. you feel and you know decide mm. to go on that route mm. and you know quite a few people you know really open up yeah. and share some of the parts of their life you know you can't even imagine that they went through that mm. when you look at them you know yeah. from a surface level absolutely yeah yeah and and then as a result of that now everyone in the team understood why someone is the way they are because there's a powerful story behind each of this person right and then they would see somebody had really this you know this difficult phase that they have went through life and then now they see that why this person is so strong and powerful right now because they have been through you know the challenges that they have been through all right let's move on how long have you been uh, speaking on stage i call it 13 years wow now if you look at it in the first two years or so nothing really happened just one event 2009 lost uh, money yeah did a youth program and marketed it the wrong way yeah. gave newspaper ads and all that stuff Then in 2011 I did my that was in India mm. Chandigarh then mm-hmm. 2011 I did my first program in November almost close to break even had a little loss and then in 2012 you know the mm. journey started from February when I joined Success Resources as mm-hmm. a full time you know uh, employee mm-hmm. and on the side you know I got an opportunity to speak for them yeah. and from there it has been a you know non-stop journey of uh, doing 800 plus workshops in 22 plus countries you know wow yeah so yeah fully honored you know yeah uh, <laughs> absolutely absolutely now a lot of people have this fear of public speaking and you know people often say that they fear this more than death <laughs> um so what are some of the things that you would like to share to people who are you know some of the things that we have set the base of the context right when you have when you are sync with who you are and you know just trying to be who you are it becomes so much easier but what are some of the things that you know you think like let's say key three things if people who are listening to this in a way master they are going to get past their uh, you know fear of public speaking and I, and also i have seen you bringing people on a stage and saying that boom here you go now you don't have fear anymore yeah you know it's like uh, the exercise you're talking about what i do you know actually i blindfold people mm. and if needed even i make them sit down you know mm. and what i tell them to do you know actually share experiences of their life mm. you know, like you know could be where they were grew up all that stuff you know when people talk about from the experiences they don't need to look at any script they're just talking you know through a story based process so quickly coming back you know i teach this i love this topic okay thank you for that question i have a 3p formula okay and i call it the skips concept okay uh, the first p which stands for i don't know who actually put this notion in the brain of people maybe it's culturally or it may be you know when we lived in tribal kind of you know uh, zone it was required for the leaders to do so but uh, a lot of people have this you know notion that when, you, when i'm about to go up on stage i need to kind of you know perform Mm. and it is not really performance but i'm not going to deny the fact 10 15 maximum 20% could be performance based on your topic or yeah. the niche you are in 80% pretty much you know a public speaking has never been about performance so i say you know what uh, don't perform then what should i do you know if i'm not performing well it's very simple my friend it's a conversation but don't get me wrong it's not a normal conversation you know you will do with a friend in a living room or you know with your wife in the bedroom or with your parents on facetime let's put it very simply you know and i would like to emphasize on this word prepared and i would repeat again prepared okay structure value adding conversation you know mm. that's what you know you got to understand and approach from that angle you know if you approach from that angle i think you know what even if you're 1% at ease compared mm. to when you're not it's much powerful and it will you know give you uh, that kind of zone where you can start sharing you know your message so the first piece don't perform you know come from a place of having a prepared structured value adding conversation mm, beautiful yeah the second p you know stands for don't preach mm. yeah you know i mean you have been on this journey for quite a few years i've seen you you know grow to the place where you're right now you're an amazing teacher you're doing a phenomenal job you know with the try because i've seen some of your students they've done really well you know with the podcast and they're really scaling up right now 
and what you teach is really works is very effective because the results you know speaks for itself mm-hmm. but i also know that you know, there's a lot of work has gone behind the scenes you know for you to become the person you are today it didn't happen overnight absolutely it's you, a constant learning right yeah. and you know it's so every so many hours journey. you know you yeah. put behind the scenes you know when you have sacrificed this wedding there maybe this thing there we you know we can relate to that yeah absolutely yeah. so the, the second p my friend you know i mean i know all these you know exciting motivational speakers you know they think oh yeah copy thoda wahan to thoda copy you know just paste it and maybe i'll become that trainer and make people just say yes yes his jump up and down is all about <laughs> speaking i mean i'm not denying it's only maybe 5% of that <laughs> speaking and maybe yeah. you like that part but please understand you know 90% 95% is all about becoming that message you know it's like mm. being the living embodiment of your teaching yeah and when you become that you flow through your experience you know like as me and you you know we are flowing through our experience yeah. right now in this whole conversation that's the second p don't preach you know become the living embodiment of your teachings and the final p is that no matter who you are when you get out there in the public to speak okay even whether you speak in front of 10 people 100 10000 you are bound to be rejected mm-hmm. you know hate messages are common the more you know popular you become every single day maybe you know or at least once a week somebody is like oh <laughs> bullshit yeah. you know your grammar is wrong your pronunciation yeah, yeah, yeah. is not right okay? yeah, and I, you call yourself an international trainer yeah. so no matter who you are rejections will be there on your yeah. path so don't take rejections personally and mm. make it final you can yeah. always tweak change things yeah. and go back and present again saying what hey i'm yeah. here again yeah. with improvement yeah. so that th- this is my 3p formula you know that's really powerful you know showing up the last one you know it's you know like showing up again and again i think is such a power in there and i think that's one of the highest one of the most underrated thing like a lot of people when see that comment for the first time they're like oh all right here you go right a lot of people did that to me and they continue to do but hey here's the thing last time i had a chat with you i had a list of questions uh-huh. now you know i don't have anything with me right we're just having this conversation right yes and i couldn't imagine ever just sitting in front of someone and just listening and then just asking follow up questions and sharing my own experiences the way i'm doing it right now when i started i started with those 10 questions i would read that out the guest would answer and i'd move to another one and a lot of regular listeners of this podcast they come back to me and say that hey you know what bj we can see the change we can see the difference and the only thing is because i was constantly showing up i know there were people you know yeah and it's not that they were sensing it yeah. you feel it inside you know that yeah. you're transformed to the person you are yeah. i don't know you know i mean for me personally i can talk i can sense it in you as i see i i feel you know that something has really shifted inside me and i'm not not any more worried you know yeah. of what you really worried about or judging me or you know like you have your own way of you know reading me yeah i'm worried about what i'm thinking about myself and how i feel you know in the moment that's what yeah. makes me you know a powerful trainer teacher or public speaker and that's what people buy into you know it doesn't matter what your topic is yep. people buy your confidence your certainty and you to begin with yeah yeah and often times you know a lot of people ask me this question like hey i don't have a great voice can i start a podcast and i often ask them like hey do you know who tony robbins is and they could go like yes uh, what was your reaction when you heard uh, tony robbins speak for the first time yeah. like personally for me i thought like hey you know what this guy has such a husky voice and you know almost like you know he's threatening people and you know this is how to make a speech right and like but then people don't follow you for your voice they follow you for your message and tony robbins has a powerful message right and that's why people follow and and that's true for each one of us the people follow you not because you have a great voice or you have like flawless english or whatever language skill right while well, i'm not discounting the fact that that's not um important it is but people don't follow because you have you know great english then other otherwise like we'd all probably would have been fans of shashi tharoor <laughs> <laughs> right um so what are the things that you do before climbing on the stage like is there anything any pre stage ritual that you do maybe you know to pump yourself up because you are one of those really high energy speakers and i consider myself somebody who is also like very high energy and a lot of people see that energy and a lot of it come from the passion a lot of it come from like genuinely excited about it. it's not that i'm trying to act as if i'm so excited about this idea but it's like genuinely i'm internally and in you know i'm very very much excited about the things that i talk about so i think you you covered it you know uh, when you said it's passion you know aapka passion you know aapke aapke through bolta hai so i hope a few hindi words you know yeah, okay, here and there yeah, yeah. cool So yeah that is definitely very very important and the foremost uh, because when you are doing something you know which you're not sync with it just comes across you know with your energy 
you know, we two energetic beings here, you know, because we are very blessed to live our passion, you know, which is teaching, sharing our message. Uh, so I did have a couple of rituals, you know, in the beginning of my speaking career, but it looks like it has faded away for me now because I think I've probably crossed past that zone where I don't need to personally jump up and down, you know, pump up my chest and listen to, you know, some of the favorite musics I had mm-hmm. uh, in 2013, 14. Because even, you know, my AV guy yeah. who was, reg- was regular for us, you know, in the UK, uh, Andrew, yeah. God bless him. He knew, you know, my certain rituals. So he would say, are you ready now? Or I would say, yes. He'll, he'll put my music, you know, pump it, pump it. And I'll jump up and down, you know, pump my chest and feel, you know, like 100%. And then I will mic up, you know, to go up on stage. Now, I had a couple of more rituals I want to share, you know, with people who are in the beginning of their journey. And I would highly recommend you do it, you know, until you reach that phase when you're clocked in five, 6,000 hours, you know, of doing your craft. Then I think you pretty much don't need it. You know, don't feel the need anymore because you are in the zone pretty much most of the time. Mm. So, I, you know, I would write... Um, capital letters yeah. and obviously this is not from religious point of view I would write you know Hare Krishna Hare mm. Krishna 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 Hare Hare and I would write it like 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 times in capital letters you know on my notepad and they will be introducing me I know they'll take 3 to 4 minutes I know exactly you know the point where they will take my name so I will draw you know leave my, my pencil or pen and I will run off to the stage you know so capital writing um, listening to the music you know pumping my chest up and I would say you know what whatever works for you is the best yeah. thing which gets you into that zone, which I call your best zone. Mm. And, you know, Tony Robbins calls it your peak state. Some trainers calls it your high performance zone. It doesn't matter. Yeah. When you can, you know, clock that zone where, where you feel the best is what you want, you know. Yeah. Now, I have some rituals now, which I would like to, you know, share is that I, I light up a candle. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, I entered this, when I entered the studio with you, I did call upon my angels, you know, to support me and be with me, you know, mm. so that I can give the best, you know, because there's so much I have. Yeah. It's all about, you know, sharing in the moment to the list for the listeners to say, you know what, I really got value from listening to, you know, these two guys. So so coming back, yeah, I do light up a candle and I, you know, pray for angels to come and support me, you know, in that space when I do my virtual events. Even in a physical room, I do it. Um, you know, sometimes people think, you know, it's all Amandeep doing all the magic, but I, I know that it's just not me, you know, it's something, you know, bigger than me ah, flowing through me. Flowing through and you. I'm just a messenger here. So I say, you know what, hey, you know, use me as a guide here and let me, you know, help others for what they have come for to see me or listen for me. So, yeah, these are some of the rituals, you know, I have. Uh, again, backward countings, I've heard some people use it. It makes you more present. Um, a bit of a, you know, breathing, deep breathing and, you know, watching your uh, breath going in and out. It also helps to become more present. Anything, you know, which makes you more present uh, will get you into that space to speak better. Hmm. Now that you've mentioned about uh, whether that's chanting or maybe writing or just closing your eyes and, you know, getting in that zone. What role does spirituality sort of plays in the whole communication and public speaking? Does that help you become a better communicator uh, in any any uh, way? Well, I I strongly believe in it. You know, maybe it, from my culture. You know, we are we are Eastern wisdom people. Mm-hmm. You know, I do an exercise with my you know with, with with groups of people. You know, I tell them to put their hand next to their mouth and speak certain things, mm-hmm. and I make it funny. You know, I tell I tell them to do say things in which are very funny. They start mm-hmm. laughing. But the whole idea of doing that, you know, exercise is that, you know, you can feel your breath. Mm. Speaking is almost like breathing in and out. And I highly recommend, you know, people, and I've sent a lot of people, you know, to a Vipassana. Mm. You know, it's one of the most magical things you can ever do. And again, That's you know, please understand, yeah, it's not religious from any point of view. <laughs> yeah, Anybody yeah. is listening. It's about connecting to the higher source, mm. you know, whatever that source is for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if I am here in this studio with you, you know, doing this podcast, I'm definitely sure, you know, there's a higher source which has guided me to be here yep. with you uh, to share, you know, this message. So yep. coming back, well, 100%, you know, whatever you call it, spirituality, higher source, universe, uh, godly, uh, magical, it's definitely there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you can tap into that, you know, if you're opening up, that support mechanism will be there for you. you know, mm-hmm. Twin soul, people call it, whatever they call it, you know, guardian mm-hmm. angel, yeah. Yeah, and I think also like, you know, what we've discussed in the beginning of this chat, Without talking about spiritualities, we spoke about awareness, Yeah. right? You know, when you are aware of who you are, then you would be able to communicate better. And that I think awareness comes from you having a bit of spiritual, uh, you know, sort of a exposure, whether that's, you know, you are meditating, whether you are just looking within yourself and asking yourself questions and trying to figure out things about you. And the moment you think that I want to change something, that means you are becoming aware of what needs to change. Oh, yeah. And not everyone is aware of it. Yeah, and they say the first step to change is awareness. You know, 
And yeah, the more you're aware of yourself, the, the, the powerful you'll become. You know, you don't need to be anybody anymore. It's yeah. like you are comfortable in your own skin, mm. being who you are. Mm. And then your voice comes out. You know, the voice is only stuck mm. when you are actually pretending or, you know, I don't know, uh, making an effort to be someone. Mm. And then it, it comes across it. When you yeah. are being yourself, boom, you know, you are in business. <laughs> awesome. Let's move further because, you know, lately, because... I'm trying to dive as deeper as I can into the world of spirituality and my audience have been listening for the past few months. They might think that, hey, you know what? It's called spirituality, basically. But it's a place. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, whether you agree or not, it's there. And um, the sooner you agree. And, you know, I, I ask like every single person I bring on the show, I ask like, hey, what's the role of spirituality in the business that you're running? What's the role of spirituality in, you know, public speaking that you're doing, right? And everybody that I have gotten here and had the conversation. Nobody has denied that, you know, it doesn't play the role because there's so much, you know, that you can gain by just doing whatever uplift your spirit. Awesome. So now you already said about telling a story and sharing it from the experience and being the living embodiment of the message that you are sharing to your audience, right? How do you usually recommend people that they share their story because i think when you are trying to convey a message the message is better conveyed with the stories right oh yeah you know and there is a you know scientific reason behind it if you look at storytelling you know it's a 38000 plus years old language you know known to mankind mm-hmm. when there was no text to read you know there was no certain form of writing text there we communicated in stories you know mm-hmm. the tribe would uh, would uh, sit down together and you know narrate a story that's how you know data or information will be passed on to the next generation mm. so please understand storytelling is one of the most powerful you know uh, way of communicating and it's a very simple technique of selling without selling mm. yeah so storytelling is very very powerful ppt is just 38 years old maybe at the maximum <laughs> yeah i'm not saying you know you, you yeah, shouldn't yeah. focus on ppt or keynote you must you know and bring the best uh, slides but just don't get too bogged down you know with the ppt bring you know storytelling you know into your presentation in your speech and it becomes mesmerizing and captivating if you know what you're doing and you know, i have seen some very lousy boring dragging uh, storytellers and it's like you know what take a gun and shoot me by <laughs> yes yes so one of the great insight that i got early on even before i started sharing anything with the people was that whenever you are doing a presentation don't go out there to read the presentation and now every single presentations that i make just include two things like one picture and a word max like two words so that you look at that but hey pay attention to what i have to say because i'm not going to give you everything on the slide yeah that's you know that's what i teach in in slides mm-hmm. which convert program that don't put more than couple of words you know per slide if it's a few more words you know take it into the next slide and you know they say every image you know uh, has thousand words to speak yeah. so yeah you have to be very selective for the images you bring mm. up in your ppt yeah. and quickly you know i want to say that on storytelling every great story has a structure behind it. please mm. understand this yeah. you know it's a skill which can be learned it's not related to talent yeah and you know in your story you need to do something called make me care you know when you do that story i need to care for you and again understand you know from the point of view i look at stories the theme is same inspiring uplifting adding value obviously the plots and events can be personal like in your case it was a mother you know when you fought and she still brought those fruits and vegetables for you for me you know obviously the theme is same my father you know would mm. walk out in the middle of the night to bring you know a uh, living for the family so yeah very quickly make me care every great story you know has a structure behind it and please understand you know the theme is same it's the plots and events which are personal you know mm. when you do your storytelling well, that's beautiful that's really you know valuable uh, insight right there a lot of people think that but i'm an introvert what do i do about it well i think you know i just would like to correct it in my own understanding uh-huh. introvert definitely is a is a worldly word which are, which uh, you know is there you have to understand you know as a human we are always communicating mm. it's about you know who you label as introvert when they find themselves in the right kind of people you know with the people who relate uh, to the person they are and they take interest in the kind of topic they are in or something you know they're passionate about what about that you know they they really like i think you know they open up in their own style mm-hmm. they can have a very soft voice they can be very slow in speaking and they might just sit and speak you know only in five people mm-hmm. maybe three mm-hmm. you know but it's like yeah i'm an introvert for the world because you know normally when i go out i don't you know chit chat that's me <laughs> yeah you know i don't find you know, any me. interest in that 
Yeah, I mean, not even interest. Like, I just don't know what what am I going to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm sure you feel this way. You know, I mean, now I did have done it to a certain extent in my life because it was required that time. But when I go into these disco clubs and all that, I cannot hear people. You know, I go like, why the hell? You know, I'm using mm. listening to live music and still people are you know talking to me. I was like, I'm not able to make out. Mm. But I don't know. Others are talking. You know, I don't know how they're so accustomed to it. Maybe mm. I don't find you know any great uh, you know like feeling being there. I like. Mm. Just take me out from here. Yeah, you know? it's like suffocating for mm. me. But some people enjoy that, you know. So yeah. let's come back. I think you know I can be an introvert in some aspects. I'm a solo opener. You can leave me. You know, my wife knows this. You know, I can be completely okay for a good few days without anybody around me. Mm. But when when I get up on stage, you know, or when I have to, you know, serve people, I just you know get into that zone, saying you know what, hey, now I have to you know serve people, so I come into a different zone, and it's my topic. You know, mm. it's not like related to something I'm not interested. Yeah. In. So introvert, medical say it's not something ha- is there. But yeah, from a worldly point of view, they can open up if it is the safe environment, right mm. environment with the right people. They will have something, you know, to talk about. Awesome. So Aman, last time we discussed about, you know, how you got to do these events for Tony Robbins and, you know, how you had the opportunity to interact with him and you know, learn from him. So what are the three key things or the lessons that you have learned about public speaking or about speaking or maybe generally inspiring people by observing Tony Robbins and, you know, working for him for several years? Well, uh, it has been an honor, you know, to put my name alongside with him because I've done more than 300 plus, you know, uh, UPW wow. previews for him mm. in 20 plus countries. Uh, I think the first thing, you know, I would like to mention, which I've already mentioned, you know, it's his uh, regime, is his, you know, uh, discipline, it's his, you know, um, intention to serve. And mm. he's got some, you know, very uh, strict rituals, you know, like yeah. dipping into cold ice water, yeah. you know, doing his, you know, incantation and all that stuff, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, his preparation level, you know, you cannot match it. I mean, I mean, I personally also wish sometimes, you know, that I have that level. I mean, I have a pretty powerful one, mm. but not at the level, you know, Tony plays. Yeah. So the preparation is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. If anybody understands, you know, his events starts a week before, yep. actually when the event starts. Yeah. And I was watching this documentary, you know, I'm Not Your Guru yeah. on Netflix. And the amount of effort this guy after doing this for like, I don't know how many years. 40 years. 40 years. Like every single event that he puts out, he treats it as he's doing it for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big one, you know. So preparation. Second, I would say it's his passion, you know, to serve people. If you look at, you know, I am not your guru, there's a, there's a moment of vulnerability. And he says, you know what? Everybody has an obsession. You yeah. Know? yeah. And this is my obsession. Yeah. That, that if I can do something in my power, I will make that person better, you know, from where I found them. Yeah. And that's what I love about Tony. And that's something, you know, I replicate, you know, mm. in, in my uh, teaching journey. Yeah. So, yeah, his passion, you know, his energy, you can see it. And if you look at it from a technique point of view, I think, you know, he does some subtle submodalities of nonverbal uh, languaging with people. You know, he walks around a lot in the yeah. audience when yeah. he's in a physical room. Why? Yeah. It's all about, you know, saying I'm equal to you rather mm. than staying on the stage, which yeah. he can do all the time. Now, if, if you're on a virtual platform, you can see, you know, he takes up people's name randomly. Yeah. Why? Because he's building rapport and connection oh, yeah. with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I would just quickly think about all those three things right now. Taking huh? name is such a powerful thing, by oh, the way, yeah. when you're presenting, right? You know, um, people pop up like, boom, my name. <laughs> my name. And, you know, when I, when I take examples, instead of sharing some random, you know, thing, I'll just pick somebody from the room and, you know, from the chat, I'll just take someone's name and the person, you know, after that, I'm so glad that you, you know, took my name. All of a sudden, you know, they feel very special. And that's such a powerful thing because that means you are paying attention that means you are you care for these people, and that means you are present. Oh yeah, big time! You know, we celebrate uh, students like nobody's business in our mm. slides. You know, we cut their pictures. You know, we we do some you know like animations, and the moment they see themselves, like boom! Oh, that's me! That's yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's all about like making people feel really special. Oh yeah, that's the, one of the biggest thing you know you would do as a communicator. You know, make people feel special, and that's what people pay you for. You know how they feel, mm. because every buying decision comes from emotion. You know, then we justify it logically. What is the thing that you struggled a lot and you wish you could do much better or maybe do it in a certain way when it comes to uh, speaking or maybe communicating? I think I did a, you know, a real a couple of uh, days back and very simple, you know, I, I spoke about the mistakes I have made, you know, or I wish you know, I could change a few things. Uh, one, you know, was that I, I never had any kind of collaborations, you know, with, with people. Like, mm. you know, I'm very glad now, you know, we, we are on this journey and, you know, we share 
something you know i probably didn't have maybe you know it comes from the mindset that sab kuch ab khud hi karna hai kind mm. of so i think you know, if i had more collaborations going on which i'm definitely you know working on right now things you know would have been uh, different for me mm. second i think marketing something you know i have not been able to do very well mm. something you know which now is uh, happening in my organization and i'm very glad about that so yeah you know i can think about these two things right now you know just coming to my mind mm-hmm. awesome so now is there anything that you know you would like to share as a message for the people who are looking at getting started with maybe public speaking something that you know they can uh, they can take those tiny baby steps what should be their next step after listening to this podcast okay i've got so much to share but i'll just just you know summarize what do i have in mind first of all my friend um, i love you okay and vijay does as well please understand you know your story is very 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 special you know nobody has lived the life you have lived even if you have twin brothers and twin sisters uh, they are different than you are you know nobody had you know the kind of journey you had the pain and struggle and conflict you went through they're very special and there is a segment of people who can really benefit from that so you must think about you know bringing your story out to the world secondly please understand you know that on an average they say you know maybe 25% people would not like you at a given point of time if there's a group of people there uh, there could be different reason you know you are too dark you're too white you know you speak too fast you're too slow your hairs are long your hairs are short whatever you know or you don't have hair at all like me <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'll find a reason you know not to like you so yeah. be okay with that and finally i want to say the third thing which my mentor told me and it made a you know surgical implant in my brain and i would like to give it to you that you are the best uh, mentor for the person who accepts you as their mentor well that was really that's really beautiful um if people would like to learn more from you on the skills uh, you've been doing it for over a decade now and you have learned from some of the best speakers in the world spoken on some of the uh, largest stages and obviously there's so much that you know i have personally learned a lot but observing and you know just getting in conversation with you and there's so much to learn from you when it comes to you know uh, public speaking when it comes to uh communicating with people and uh, as i said right you know vulnerability and accepting yourself and being truly in sync with who you internally are and not trying to be someone and you know i really appreciate that so if people would like to learn more from you and get into your world and say that hey aman you know everything that you have shared here made real sense um teach us very simple you know um i would say come and join me at this 5 uh, days you know virtual event we do uh, called uh, speak to shine mm-hmm. you know it's it's a very powerful program you know designed to help you overcome your stage fear help you to design it helps you know to actually stand out as a speaker by storytelling and then how to design content in the most simplest way you know which you can claim is uniquely yours and finally you know we also take you through the process of that mindset you need as a teacher trainer and how to find your topic niche you know, which we cover you know during this 5 days program called speak to shine and it's same you know simple they can go to the website which is on the name of the pro- yeah. program Let's i'll put that in the description yeah. Yeah. yeah i'll put that in the description of this episode um amon this has been again yet another amazing episode in the conversation i personally learned a lot from the conversations the conversation that we had today and also the earlier conversation thank you so much for everything that you are doing and uh, for the message that you share out in the world which is making impact on a lot of people's life that's just amazing last question imagine that you're standing on a stage and there are millions and millions of people eagerly and passionately waiting to listen to you and this is the largest stadium that has ever been built in the history of the world but the catch is you only have one day one minute to share the most important lesson that you have learned in your life what would be your message i would say my friend uh, fall in love or i would say rise in love for the person you are madly deeply when you are in unconditional love for the person you are and you're comfortable being in your skin and you know you enjoy or approve of everything you have from your voice to your presence to your hairs to your skin color i think the world will become a oyster for you so yeah rise in love with yourself and magic will start happening in your life rise in love with yourself thank you my friend thank you so much for taking this time out thank you for having me vijay it's been a pleasure always in all Hey thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inspiring Talk podcast you can find the show notes page at theinspiringtalk.com/128128 if you'd like to share the feedback for the show or just want to maybe say hi to me you can send me a voice note by visiting theinspiringtalk.com/speak i'll repeat that theinspiringtalk.com/speak 
S P E A K. You know what? When you send that voice note, that really means a lot to me. And oftentimes, it can feel for me as a podcaster to be on this side of the mic and just you know uh, talk to you without knowing that there you are listening to it and appreciating it. And if you really do appreciate, just send me a note. Just visit theinspiringtalk.com for us last speak and say that hey, BJ, I'm listening to your podcast and I'm really loving it. Or hey, you know, here are a few things that you can improve upon. Just do that. I would really appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.